Hey, everyone. Welcome to What the Hell. I think the funniest part of putting these episodes together is finding the titles that coincide with these stories. They're really fun. What's your first title? (laughs) Woman arrested at Atlanta airport for spraying fire extinguisher at employees. (laughs) Okay, Ohio people, this one's for you. (laughs) An Ohio woman was arrested Tuesday after she assaulted flight attendants and police officers with a fire extinguisher at Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Jennifer K. Holder, age 27, was confronted by airport staff when she allegedly left a Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant without paying for her meal, according to Inside Edition. I mean... How dare you steal from the B-dubs? Right? So the incident happens around 9.30 at night, they're very, they're very specific. On Concourse <laughs> D, after police say airport security reported that a Delta passenger was attempting to open a secured door. So let's just, I just want to paint the imagery of, she goes to Buffalo Wild Wings, she escapes, and now she's going through Concourse D trying to find security doors that she can break in and go through. So I just <laughs> want to set the stage for that. So Atlanta's airport concourse D provides flights for Air Canada and domestic carriers such as Delta Airlines, Frontier, U.S. Airways. In a video posted on social media, and I did watch the video, oh, boy. Um, a disgruntled holder is seen arguing with airport personnel that someone had paid for her meal. I didn't walk out. <laughs> someone paid for it. Oh, okay. So she attempts to open one of the security doors before she's confronting a flight attendant only for the, the airport security person to come in between them. So moments later, she is seen, I like that they use the word armed, armed with a fire extinguisher with the hose pointed out. Okay. <laughs> All of these innocent travelers are starting to like come forward and they're trying to avoid her because she's like, it's like someone going in and, she looks crazy, and I'm shooting sure. a place up, but with a fire extinguisher, they said, who hastily tried to avoid the crazed woman. So as another airport staff member approaches her from behind, she just fires this shit. She sprays the worker with a burst of chemicals in the face. Oh, The three flight attendants experience respiratory discomfort. You think? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like... It's like putting your mouth on the hose of a fire extinguisher, just inhaling. Unbelievable. But they were cleared by emergency. They were okay. If you look up the video, she's literally just blowing the shit out of people. (laughs) Okay. You can see dozens of children like running from her. Oh my God. So she's just like, she's armed. Yeah. Like a ghostbuster with this thing, just (laughs) blowing people. Right. And there's all that white shit coming out everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's everywhere. So officers (laughs) attempt to make contact with her, but Naturally, she was non-compliant and sprays the officers with the extinguisher. So now she's turning it on the officers. So the police say that she continues to, quote unquote, behave erratically and combative by spitting and kicking at officers. So she's blowing the shit out of them. Then she stops to spit on them, kick them, blow them up some more. They finally (laughs) get her into custody. She's evaluated for minor injuries. Um, she's taken to Clayton County Jail, the Ohioan, they call her, mm. faces charges of obstructing law enforcement officers, two counts of simple assault, 
and three counts of simple battery. I love that she's like, turns into Jean Von. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's got the fire extinguisher. She's blo- kids are like screaming and running from her. She's kicking. She's spitting. She's biting. Then she turns on wow. the extinguisher again. Wow. And keeps like, that's something. Just to see that in an airport. No, that would be scary. Those things are loud. In real life, it would be really scary. But in a video, it's hilarious. You're like, no one wants to get hit by that. No. <laughs> Those things can send you flying. And then you're trying to figure out what the fuck she's doing. <laughs> like, what's her problem? Just pay for your food. It was just B-dubs. It was just chicken wings. Oh, But she didn't have the money. She had to escalate it. She had oh, to yeah, escalate she, it. She did. Shame, you know. The spitting and the kicking part. <laughs> And then her reaction is like, "I someone else paid for me." I'm like, "Do that? Does that person know?" Okay, Jackie Chan, calm oh down. <laughs> Clam down, lady. So, forensic technology led police in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, to mark Anthony Gonzalez, who stands accused of fondling the feet of sleeping women. Oh God! Over the Fourth of July weekend. Oh, specifically. <laughs> yeah. That's journalism, like, right? I like to do it around this time of year. The specifics are always hilarious. Cops said the 26-year-old suspect allegedly entered a pair of condominiums through unlocked screen doors in the early hours of July 1st and July 3rd when the offenses occurred. Once inside, he positioned himself at the foot of the bed and rubbed the feet of two separate adult females. The Douglas County Sheriff Office reports each female awoke from their sleep as the subject was rubbing their feet. Hold on. <laughs> we are laughing at this. <laughs> we are. But how fucking terrified would you be? <laughs> like, know. who are you? You're rubbing. Oh, get out. <laughs> Gonzalez was apprehended in his California home Tuesday, roughly 30 miles from where he's accused of battery and burglary because he traveled far. Rubbing a stranger's feet is actually battery. He went on a journey. Both victims told police they awoke to being touched by the suspect who fled when confronted. I want to know how the fuck they caught this guy. Like, how do they know? But there are pictures like of him. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Hold on. Can you imagine what the illustrations are? It's like, it's like a man with a feather, you know, like at the, the base of someone's foot, like just so ridiculous. <laughs> I think it was using his hands, which was gross. But anyway, Douglas County investigators learned Gonzalez was known to local law enforcement in Atwater, California. So they knew who the guy oh, he's was in Atwater. They were like, we know the guy you're talking about. I hope he doesn't come to my house. Atwater's not that far. He lives and is suspected of crimes, including the th- shockingly, the theft of women's shoes, Ooh. trespassing, and sexual self gratification during some of these incidents. Do you think he, he tickles the shoes too? I do. <laughs> Actually, you don't want to know what I think he does with the shoes. Oh no, I I I know exactly. Yep, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Our, re- our listeners may not have clued into that, but yeah. I sure did. Yeah. Law enforcement officials from California and Nevada participated in arresting Gonzalez, whose crimes were, quote unquote, escalating in nature. <laughs> in other words, these women said what happened and the c- local cops went, yeah, we know what we know yeah, who, who we, you're talking about. Like, yeah, his, they're expecting to extradite the suspect who's being held on $50,000 with a bail in, in California jail. 
Quote, unquote, I am extremely pleased that my investigators were able to identify, locate, and arrest this individual. <sighs> he called allegations like this one alarming to the community. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. Yeah. Don't I, fondle anybody's feet, especially if you're breaking into their home. I mean, listen, I, I know how fetishes start and all this stuff, but like just the imagery of someone breaking into a home to play with feet. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I have two two quickies, but goodies. All right. The first one is called the inflatable object humper. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Edwin Tuberta. Oh. Another Ohioan. Oh, she was first arrested in 2002. She just Googled Ohio. <laughs> I'm really trying to get through this one. <laughs> he was first arrested in 2002 for having sex with an inflatable pumpkin that, that was part of a Halloween display. <laughs> okay. Well. okay, so like, did he just walk up to someone's porch and start humping the pumpkin? Or did he like pick a pumpkin and walk away I, with the special pumpkin that like was Like humping his pumpkin. it all the way? Oh, it was his oh, pumpkin. Okay. In 2008. <laughs> no, no, Kathy. He was attracted oh, to that pumpkin. <laughs> Hold on. It gets worse. It gets worse. Okay. In 2008, he's convicted again of public indecency for an unknown crime and receives five years of community control, also known as house arrest. However, he must have been pissed at that because Things only get worse, and in August of 2011, he steals an inflatable pink pool raft from one of his neighbors. He goes to an alley and then proceeds to have relations with it in the alley. He's humping the pool raft in an alley. So when people think they're going to get assaulted in an alley, you don't have to worry. It's actually pool rafts. He brought his own inanimate victim. The neighbor calls the police... My pool raft is missing, and I think it's getting raped. Oh, what? I don't think they said that. No, okay. They arrest so. Tuberta. Oh. The neighbor takes the pool raft back and, for some unknown reason, wants to keep it, which is an important part of this. On July 15, 2013, <laughs> it's like every couple of years he, he gets an itch. The temptation becomes too much for Tuberta, and he again steals the exact same pink raft. If only this neighbor were just throwing it out. He was in love with this raft. He tries to make sweet, sweet love to it. This time he does it in the middle of the day while children are in the area. Mm. He's arrested and pleads guilty, receives 11 months in prison. He apologizes in court and said, I'm ready to turn my life around. It is not known if the neighbor then threw out the raft this time, but my God, let's hope so if there's anything left of this raft. <laughs> so from the minute you said it was a raft, because we know that people can fall in love with inanimate objects. Yes. It's got, it's a, a philia. Yeah. But this gives, you can, you can have relationships with it. Yeah, it's I understand. My issue is that, I've obviously touched an inflatable raft before and it's not like a smooth surface. I was imagining chafing and pain. Uh, so obviously sure. that's part of it. <laughs> I mean, there's different, there are different inflatable rafts. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I don't think it is ironic that it was pink. No, no. Okay. No. So here's the second one for you. The Akron Cereal Pooper. 
Are you in the Ohio? I just went down a rabbit hole. I see this. Starting in May 2012, police in Akron, Ohio. You need you Ohioans need to get your shit together. No pun intended. No boy. They get reports that someone had defecated on on people's cars. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes the feces was smeared on the hood. Well, other times the pooper did his business on the door handle. The pooper. <laughs> I mean, you gotta like angle up and kind of sit on the the like. He's got to be tall. Have a very small butt too. And like yes, usually your cheeks get in the way. Right, and and t- kind of tall because I'm thinking if someone were to ask me to yeah, do you, that, you wouldn't be able. I to... need a step stool yeah. to poop on the handle, which we can accomplish. Then I have an accomplice. Yeah. Okay. So if a person's unlucky enough to leave their car unlocked, the unidentified unidentified defecator would leave the owner's um, an unwanted poop on the seat. The defecator. <laughs> The pooper, the defecator. <laughs> so, <laughs> overall, 19 people made reports to the police. He was just going at it. However, the reports were almost always made after the victim's car had been targeted repeatedly. So, they're like, okay, man, this the is... The first time they just didn't this say This is the fifth time he has <laughs> shit on my door handle. I'm done. That's enough. I was okay with the first three times. So, well, example, one woman's car was hit six different times. She didn't say anything? Not till the sixth time. I guess we just don't want to go to the police and say, hello, someone's defecated on my car. Because the cops are going to go, Maybe so? she thought they were six different people. She yeah. just happened to have bad luck. I don't know. So the police believe that there could be even more incidents that weren't reported. So in March... T- I can't. In March 2015, one victim sets up a camera... To take a picture every 12 seconds. He finally snaps a picture of a man with his bare buttocks hanging over the hood of the car. And with the picture, they're hoping they will soon have a suspect in custody. You think? Uh, Oh my God. Ohio. It just goes to show you that it's not just Florida. That's true. You know, that we we all have our ills in every state. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm going to continue along with my burglar thing. Okay. An alleged burglar was charged after breaking into an Ohio woman's Ah, apartment. Ohio. No, Iowa. Sorry. Sorry. I just have that sticking in your head. I said Ohio because (laughs) I'm thinking all the crime happens there. After breaking into an Iowa woman's apartment, staring at her while she slept... And hanging around for 30 minutes before absconding with a pair of socks. He just broke in to stare at her, really. Yes, he did. And take her socks. Yes, he did. Home security video, which there is a picture of, shows the 23-year-old suspect. You see how the last guy was 26, this guy's 23? I see it. Mm -hmm. Identified Monday by Law & Order as Dan Abimana hovering over the victim before wandering about the Iowa home 
around 3.30 a.m. This is the fucking freaky part, right? Like, these dudes just come in they your just house show and just, like, they're just in your home, like, hanging out, stealing a sock. Jesus. During his uninvited visit. Stealing a sock. He reportedly had a drink, used the victim's bathroom, put on a pair of socks he found <laughs> in the unit, and rearranged the woman's shoe collection. What is it with the socks and the shoes this time? I just had a couple of those. So he's charged with burglary and trespassing. Quote, unquote, I have trouble sleeping. I constantly wake up at night and look around to see if anyone is in my room, she said in a video posted Monday. It's really affected me. I want to see some justice. That's my main goal. Well, this isn't any cure for insomnia because now the woman's never going to fucking sleep again. That's right. The victim said this is, she's saying that's her traumas. Now she doesn't sleep. The victim said the intruder left a note that was largely incomprehensible other than mentioning while you were sleeping more than once. That woman who said she lives alone claimed she's taken new security measures but declined to give any specifics. I would hope not. The suspect reportedly turned himself into police after seeing the video of him wandering through the victim's home. Okay. Wow. Des Moines, Iowa news station KCII reported earlier in the month the suspect entered two apartments that night he was seemingly caught on video inside the women's unit he reportedly left after being confronted by other residents one witness said he entered the building barefoot that's literally how they end the article oh my god that's the salient detail that we needed is what that he was barefoot. weirdo he needed the socks what a fucking weirdo he just needed socks kathy oh god shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the madness. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to turn this over to some crazy lady work now. We got some crazy dudes. Yes. Now we got some crazy ladies. Right Eye-catching thong gives rise oh. to lawsuit. Really? A Los Angeles traffic cop is suing Victoria's Secret for an eye injury. She said she suffered because of what she alleges to be a defective thong. Oh, okay. As she was putting on the garment, a piece of metal... She Whoa. said, well, she said, a piece of metal popped into my eye. Oh. I was in excruciating pain. There's metal in thongs? Well, like many moms, Macrita Patterson's mother may have warned her when she was growing up about all the things that had to be handled carefully because it could put your eye out. Maybe she should have added thongs to that list. No. Patterson is a 52-year-old L.A. traffic cop who's made the news by suing Victoria's Secret. The offending garment is a blue bit of fabric with a rhinestone heart forming part of the waistband connected to the fabric by metal links. There's your answer. Oh, God. The incident happened in May 2007 when she was changing in the locker room at work after her shift. I, I, okay. She says she drove home despite considerable pain in her eye. The next morning, she said it was so painful she had to go to the hospital. The best part is what her attorney says. So hold on. Macrita suffered three actual cuts to her cornea, said her attorney, Jason Bucat, who joined Patterson for the interview. It left some severe damage to the point where in order for it to heal, she had to take some topical steroid. Frivolous question mark? Bukat displayed a rare ability to make talking about a thong sound as exciting as a scholarly discussion of pea gravel. 
he kept referring to the stream of commerce and called the offending scrap of undergarment a product that was defective in manufacture and design, saying that what he had wasn't a thong that went sprung, but a product liability case. You know, lawyers are never want for the dramatical. This is the best part of the story is how deep this attorney went. Yeah. So Vieira pointed out that many Americans would consider the case to be frivolous, especially as Patterson admits to wearing the thong at least twice before having laundered it. There are people, I guarantee, who are watching this right now and they're rolling their eyes and they're screaming at the TV and they're saying, this is ridiculous. (laughs) This is what's wrong with this country that these crazy lawsuits come into play, she told Bukat. The attorney didn't flinch. Victoria's Secret does has, have its angels, but as we say, the devil is in the details, he replied, oh and the details here will be definitely to show that there's a defective product, both in its design and its manufacture. Yes, ma'am. Can you imagine sitting in that courtroom? No. I mean, I'd be laughing. Well, yeah. I mean, the offending thong is what I'd like them to call it. The defective thong. The pointy thong. Yeah. The dysfunctional thong. That's right. (laughs) Thong the thong thong. Thong the thong thong thong. (laughs) All right. We're moving into fast food because I have a couple of fast food. (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, recently released video shows a Houston jack in the box. We're on to Texas now. Okay. Employee shooting at customers in in the restaurant's drive-thru, purportedly as an argument over missing curly fries escalated. People get real pissed in these drive throughs Give me my fucking food, basically. The video was released this week as part of a lawsuit filed by Anthony Ramos against the fast food franchise in 2022 after attorney Randall Callanan made a discovery request. Ramos stopped at the eatery after picking up his pregnant wife and six-year-old daughter from Houston's Bush International Airport in March of 2021. After paying for a combo meal, the family did not receive the curly fries. I'd be pissed too. That were ordered, according to the lawsuit. In the video, employee Alania Fantasia Ford hands Ramos, who was driving the car, a bag of food before they begin to argue. Ford then closes the drive through window and walks away. She returns, and they argue more before she closes the window again. She turns away from the Ford, pulls a handgun out of her pocket, and, checks it, and checks it before putting it back into her pocket. It's all in the video. When a second employee starts speaking to Ramos, Ford returns and throws ice, ketchup, and other items at him. He just wants his curly fries. Ramos throws a drink cup at the window. Ford then fires several times as Ramos speeds away. Okay, so the fast food employee was trying to shoot the customer for arguing with her about curly fries. There were no reported injuries. Jack in the Box needs to do a background check on employees so as not to expose their customers to someone who would attempt to kill them. These rage cases are getting out of hand in Houston. This is, so this is like an epidemic? <laughs> Apparently. Is it just for curly fries? <laughs> yes. 
The family sued the restaurant chain for negligence in September 22, seeking $1 million in damages. The restaurant previously said it has no control over and is not legally responsible for third parties like Ford. They're My God. Ford was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon before reaching a plea deal for one count of deadly conduct for which she received a deferred sentence adjudication. Ford's boyfriend, Kevin Theriot, was also arrested on suspicion that he tried to hide the gun at Ford's request. It became a whole heist thing. We could have lost anybody's lives over some curly fries. I'll tell you what, the some of these uh, drive-through stories, like with the McDonald's coffee yeah. and people like, I mean, hangry comes with a whole other, and then that person was like, don't fuck with my job. You're telling yeah. me I didn't put your curly fries in? I will knock you out. She was having a day. Seriously, you don't, I mean, let me tell you all something right now. Okay, because I used to work in the food industry. Don't fuck with people who fuck with your food. They will fuck you. Yeah. And not in a good way. No, I always get told like, oh, don't send it back. Don't piss them off. Don't do this. And I'm like, I'm not pissing them off. I just wanted my That's not what I mean. Scrambled instead of whatever. I'm talking about people who have like, because if you're a server... And someone is nice to you and sends it back to the kitchen. Most oftentimes the kitchen will be like, hey, do you mind? Or the server will say that. But if you're an asshole to the server, the server is going to say some shit to that cook. And the cook is going to do something nice. I know. That's why people get afraid when like I if I if my food is wrong and I send something back. But this is what happened. He didn't get it. He just didn't get his curly fries. So if I don't get my fries at the window, I'm going to say, hey, I don't see my curly fries. Can I have my curly fries? And she just like. She lost it. Rips out the Glock and goes after She's him. like, here's a curly fry yeah, and puts it right in his that's face. about him. I think it's definitely Yeah, no, her. not in that case. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's just cautionary tale there. All right. So I have another cautionary tale. I'm just going to loop this other fast gotcha. food story in. An angry Ohio. Hello. Oh my God. Woman who threw a burrito bowl at a Chipotle manager was sentenced by a judge to serve two months working in a fast food joint. That's her sentence. I kind of like that. According, that's why I like the story. I kind of love that judge. Yeah. According to Cleveland.com, Municipal Court Judge Timothy Gilligan told Rosemary Hain she could either spend three months behind bars for assaulting the worker, or she could spend one month in jail in addition to two months of working 20 hours a week in her victim's shoes. Hain chose the latter, though it's unclear where she'll be spending her two months of work. <laughs> the judge admonished Hain for acting like she was in, in the real housewives. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't. Yeah, the judge went a little, little off there, but I still like it. You didn't get your burrito bowl the way you like it. And this is how you respond. Gilligan asked. The defendant reportedly apologized for her behavior, which was triggered by the appearance of her food. Gilligan suggested Hayne won't like the look of jailhouse cuisine either. <laughs> I think she'll be throwing it around in there too. I would love to see the the transcripts because it sounds like the judge was really giving her some shit. The manager victimized in the incident reportedly remade the victim's burrito bowl to meet her expectations, but still wound up wearing the hurled entree. Cops said she was covered in fast food and food sauce and had a red mark where she had been hit. The victim was said to have been rattled by the September encounter, but declined medical assistance. 
rattled. Yeah. She's like, I'm, I'm good though. I don't need, no, ma'am, we can take you in. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Just no, I'm get good. I, crazy bitch out of here. Yeah. I have oh, jeans all over my face. People but... get real mad with food. Yeah. But now she has to work in a fast food joint. I love it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I have one really quick last one, unless Alrighty. you have another one. No, go ahead. Okay. By the way, the funniest pictures and videos from this <laughs> woman gets pulled over for a DUI after driving a motorized toy truck. This video is amazing. The toy truck is actually pulled up like on the side of the road, like a real car, like, <laughs> bloop, bloop, like yeah. ma'am. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this one's South Carolina. She avoids a DUI because of her unconventional ride, a motorized toy truck. <laughs> you think? So imagine a grown ass woman. Mm. Sitting in this little thing she can't even fit in. 25 years old, Megan Holman. She's riding in a silver Power Wheels truck about a mile from her home. The state newspaper reports this. So Holman appears to be under the influence of a narcotic or drug while she drove onto the road. They find her cruising along in this motorized toy truck, which can hit about five miles per hour. (laughs) They receive a call about a suspicious woman. Holman tells police she rode the toy truck as part of a scavenger hunt. The state reports. In the incident report, officers wrote, she wanted to be a professional wrestler like her father, and this was how to do it. I don't even know what what that means. Because professional wrestlers drive toy trucks and then it says information on her father was not noted in the incident report (laughs) oh great so then they arrest her they charge her with public intoxication according to local media reports holman's released the same day on a personal recognizance bond (laughs) imagine she's like leave me alone it's going like five miles per hour they're like i'm still like what's the problem pull the toy truck over is it because she's blocking traffic well i mean she was driving (laughs) recklessly drunk five miles an five hour, miles in per a toy hour truck. and then trying to get on the actual road yeah with it. i think it was, they were trying to stop her for her own safety <laughs> <laughs> or or creating traffic yeah i mean there was probably traffic and people honking but also oh, she could have God. died if she got on the roadway like the actual highway or something <laughs> uh, oh, i love these it's awesome Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Terror Talk. My name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone.